a little March Madness preview, a Godzilla media-wide show here. Guys, it's LeVac. We are live on the Godzilla Media YouTube page. If you're listening back on Spotify, Apple, whatever it may be, dare I call it Godzilla Media After Dark, whatever you want to call it, a bunch of Godzilla <laughs> Media people are going to join us. LeVac from LeVac Guys joins to lead this thing off. Uh, by the way, Friday, March Madness gets underway thanks to Hooters, Wolf Road, LeVac and I will be broadcasting live 5.30 to 7. Come join us. It's going to be awesome. Right in between session one and session two, all those late night games. Duke's going to tip off the action with us Friday night. Make sure if you're watching or listening to get your brackets in, link below right there in the description. You can have it all happen for you and potentially win one of the top three prizes. Albany Empire, LeVac, go right ahead. Yes. What 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 the what the fuck are you wearing? You don't like my raise the flag. <laughs> Tom Brady themed shirt here. No, what's up with your Mr. T starter kit? What the hell is are you wearing a chain? Oh, that is from uh shout out to my people over at the Tipsy Moose who hooked me up the St. Patrick's Day themed <laughs> day four. <laughs> like, what is what is that? Okay, all right. <laughs> this is stupid. Who has Gaz become? What has he Looks done like with the real guys? Your hair, you're wearing you're wearing a you're, you're wearing a chain. It's, I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> who are you? This thing you're telling me you bought the odor and everything. I don't know what to do here. I'm freaked out. <laughs> All right, Levesque, you get the first crack at this here. Uh, all we're going to do, make it simple and easy, keep a nice pace going tonight. We're looking for your favorite wager. You're doing the round of 64. Okay. Your favorite upset. And then your final four and your national champion. Okay. Um, obviously, I'm go blue. You know, So I've got, I've got Michigan as, as my first upset. I'd like Michigan to to get out of the first round, look really good doing so. I think Michigan had a weird year. I think they had a lot of craziness happen, and I think you're going to see this Michigan team show up and show out in the first round at least. There's my big upset. And then as far as the rest of this stuff goes, two words. Two words. Two words. Fade Duke. Fade Duke. Fade them. You still there? Fade Duke. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, Duke will win the first round and then they're done. And then they're out. Michigan State, Ooh. H to the Izzo. So, Ooh. so Michigan with the big upset, then Fade Duke. Those are my two favorite things to do in this tournament. I feel like the, like the Ric Flair woo is going to be what I'm going to be doing throughout this. Yeah. Especially with Kyle yeah. Ray, who's the big Michigan State fan, who's coming up later. Fade Duke. That's Take right. That coach K. You, hey, you won it before in that Carolina Duke bet to close out yeah. the season. And, and look, I, I took him again in the ACC tournament. I went up against him again. You know, when it when it matters, fade Duke. That's all there is to it. So the, I'm not going to go against him in the first round because that's, that's, that's lunacy. That's, that's nonsense. But Michigan State, whoever else, against the spread, maybe even straight up at some points, fade Duke. That's my, that's my strategy for this, this entire bracket challenge. All right. So fade Duke is the wagering strategy. How about – uh, Michigan State, I guess, is the answer, but is there any other Cinderella upset that you see out there that gets you excited? A team you're rooting for to pull off the upset that's going to help your bracket? Pretty excited about Yale. Uh, pretty excited about Yale. But, uh, but no, like, I, I don't. Are, are you excited about Yale? For those who don't know, are you excited about Yale because of a certain character from the Levac and Gaz show? You want to see him join us via audio? I mean, I mean, you say character, I say benefactor. You know, you say character, I say muse, inspiration. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, he's he's always around. You know, I got my gutters uh, redone today. You know, I was, I was very happy about about the new gutters. 
and uh, got home and he had paid for it. So oh, uh, Triple nice. H did my Triple H did my gutters and uh, and then and then you know Yale paid for it. So so there you are. So there you go. Wait, where's my? Do I have water? I want to I want to honor Triple H now. I don't have my water. Though. I don't know what the hell I do with it. I was gonna do the whole thing, but oh wait, do I? Aha! All right, yeah. So in honor careful of, with uh, the Triple camera. H, my gutters. Careful. Oh, in honor great. of Triple H. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, get my gutters done. There you go. So, and uh, and Yale Yale paid for it. So let's let's go. Uh, let's go. Yeah. Good job, Yale. So, All right. So yeah. Yale is the Cinderella you're rooting for because of the financial benefits. Yeah. The Final Four. What does the Levesque Final Four look like, and who is your national champion? Uh, my Final Four uh, is is going to be. It's a little. It's a little chalky, but I, I got a lot of love for the Big Ten in this year. I think the Big Ten is the is the power conference in this tournament. Uh, so I'm going to go with Gonzaga, Purdue, Arizona, Wisconsin. So I got two uh, two uh, two Big Tens, and then two chalky Chalkertons right there, ready to go in my Final Four. So who then, wins it all? I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Arizona take out Purdue to win it all. Give me Arizona to win the whole damn thing. The Arizona Wildcats cut down the nets. There it is. There's Levac's pick. Uh, Levac, any little tease, little preview you want to give out for our Friday show? Oh course. I no, I can't think of I can't think of anything to preview. Um, I haven't <laughs> been under the orange roof in a while. I'm excited to get back there, and uh, we'll just we're gonna have that. We're gonna have some fun. I've told you this. I've told Boston Dan this before. There is something special about the orange roof in the podcast world. The numbers reflect it. The interaction reflects it. Yeah. The night's <laughs> going to reflect There's it. Something, huh? There's I wonder something what. In... I just can't put my hand on. It's like two things. Um, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it could be. Because, because listen, the dumbest thing we ever did was put this thing on a camera. We were we were good on radio because people were like, they might be fat losers. They might not. I don't know. Now they're like, oh, they're fat losers. Oh, they're around hot chicks at Hooters? Okay, great. Let's watch. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all Goodbye, about. Bye, my friend. I will see you Friday. Bye. Enjoy the I games. I dry off my iPad. It's very all wet. Right. We got our guy, Sean Martin, coming up. We got Taylor Lattimore coming up in a second as well. But before we get to our guys, we want to tell you about our friends over at Lillian David. There's a Lillian David Fine Jewelers located at their new location, the Shops of Wilton. Just earlier this week, it was national plan for your wedding day and guys if you're planning for your wedding the spot to go for you is lily and david fine jewelry i know from experience there's my wedding band right there whether it's wedding bands engagement rings anniversaries birthdays i'm telling you the place you want to go is the shops of wilton off of route 50 Alyssa, david jacob the whole crew family owned and operated business they want to make sure you find what she's looking for which fits her style her fashion and more write it down Route 50, Shops of Wilton. Check them out on Facebook as well for updates and more. It's Lillian David Fine Jewelers. And when you stop in, tell me you heard about my story, Gaza's story from Gazzilla Media. All right, let's bring in our guy, Sean Martin. You know him from M, M, and M across the board. You know him from the newest. So yeah, it's still called the newest because nothing's yeah. newer. Right, from Pugsley's Pit. Sean, welcome. Uh, I, I, I feel like you're prepping right now the the final picks are down what are you looking at as you're looking at your bracket right now do you go deep into a wednesday night still making some adjustments on it uh yeah i actually i did i uh i just made some picks and just moved indiana into a first round winner Ooh. Uh, i like them yeah i like them that, that's my 12 you gotta have a 12 seed right yes that's gonna spring an upset so i like them and uh so that's that's really the late night adjustment there so I like it. I like the matchup there. Yeah, Indiana taking on St. Mary's. Indiana, 
Uh, although it was a strangely officiated game, that's the polite way I'll phrase that first four game. Uh, yeah, I think the Hoosiers have a really good chance, and I think I might be doing that Thursday morning as well. Besides that 5-12 game, is there any other round of 64 game uh, you might be investing in, you might be more excited about than others that really kind of sit down, can't wait to watch this game? Two that I like. I like uh, I like Chattanooga plus eight against Illinois. Okay. Uh, and I and I like I had on on the pit the other day at Aiden Jolly the Canisius uh, it was just a, an encyclopedia of college hoops. He scared me on South Dakota State, and I'm thinking the Sharps must have seen the show because that that line with Providence and South Dakota State's a pick. That said, I'll go with the Friars. I, I think Iowa and Providence could be a great second round matchup. Um, but yeah, that scares me a little bit that uh, Aiden was telling me all that, and that's a, that's a that's a pick'em game right now. So those are the two: Chattanooga and Providence in the first round. I'm glad you brought up South Dakota State. You might not be the first person tonight to bring up the Jackrabbits. There was a stat that that was the lowest four thirteen game in the history of the NCAA tournament. And as you just mentioned, as Aiden mentioned, eighty six percent of the money was going on the Jackrabbits, and now that line's there. You're right. When all yeah. the public's going on one pick, get right out of the way and don't do it. So you're already out sniffing that out. That's right. You know, that kind of answers yeah. both the wager question and the upset. Unless there's another one out there. Now that you've been scared away, is there another besides Chattanooga you like? Or is those like the top two? I mean, you already gave me three. Those I guess you don't the, need anymore. Those are the line, but I'll tell you what. I got two yeah. 10 seeds in the tops and the Sweet 16. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I like Loyola. Look, Ohio State, anybody that loses a late season game to Nebraska, you got issues. Okay. So I got them losing to Loyola. I think Loyola is going to take down Villanova to get to the Sweet 16. And then coming out of the uh, the, the the area that's going to get destroyed, I have um, Miami going to the Sweet 16, taking down uh, Auburn in, this, in the second round. Jim Laranega. You remember him from George Mason back in 06? He's hard to pick against when it comes to March. All right, so you got the Hurricanes. You got some motion with some 10 seats happening. Let's look yep. at the final four. What's the final four look like? And take us through the final four national championship game in your winner who wins it all for Sean Martin's bracket. Well, three of my final four is the reason why I cashed $12 exacta tickets at the track. Uh, Gonzaga, Kentucky, and Arizona. And, and out of that out of that bracket where Kansas is the top seed, I like Iowa. I think they're going to ride that hot hand from the Big Ten. Levac was just talking about the Big Ten. Um, I think Iowa's going to get there. They'll be the Cinderella. All championship. Right, so- yeah. Chalk, Arizona over Gonzaga. Gonzaga gets to the gets her foot on the doorstep again and gets the door slammed in their faces. Oh, another heartbreak potentially for the Zags. That'd be it, the third time they lost about five years ago. It's Carolina lost yep. last year to Baylor and one more time happened. All right. Those are your picks. Uh, what can people expect coming up if they haven't had an opportunity yet to tune into Pugsley's pit? If they haven't had an opportunity that MM across the board, what can we expect here for fans who might be hearing it and promoting it for the first time. I'll tell you what, if anybody really wants a lot of insight on this tournament, watch Pugsley's pit. Aiden Jolly, like I said, he's a Canisius uh, uh, senior. Uh, he's a local area kid uh, ready to bust into journalism. He was fantastic on uh, on across the board. We had our NCAA picks. Absolutely. Uh, shockingly, the Patriots fan trashed Tom Brady a little bit. I see your shirt. <laughs> I'm no right. Brady fan. <laughs> And if anybody uh, wants to hear the story, Evan Longoria owes me an apology for getting me suspended on Twitter last week. So (laughs) So that is the perfect tease to tune in to Eminem across the board. I texted you about it. I said, I'm laughing out loud. I think I'm going to wake up the baby from a nap. I was laughing so hard at that part of it. (laughs) 
Sean, thanks for doing this, man. Appreciate it. Hey, Enjoy well. all the action and looking forward to some great games coming up. Have a great evening. Enjoy the enjoy the tourney. All right. There you go. Sean Martin, Pugsley's fit, M&M across the board. We got Taylor Lattimore from Sports with Azina T. Our guy closer, Brian Mariano. His brother, Jimmy, might be joining us. We'll see if the Mariano boys are all going to be a part of it. But before we get there, we want to tell you about our friends over at Mohawk Honda. The spring is here. The deals are going on right now. I hit up Nick and Nate and everybody. I was a part of the plate change challenge. If you missed it, head over to Mohawk Honda's YouTube page, Facebook page, and more to watch these people battle it out, compete, but also show great sportsmanship and more. These are the people you want to have on your side when you're going through the carbine experience. When you're trying to figure out the next vehicle that you want, Mohawk Honda is the spot for you. Wherever you're listening across upstate New York, head over to Mohawk Honda. Prices. 2022 Pilot EXL. That's what I'm driving right now. You can get yourself into it as well. Find what fits your budget, your lifestyle, and more. And especially with gas prices going up, you got to find a way you can save some cash. Find that right vehicle that if you're driving a lot, staff at Mohawk Honda can get you in the right ride. It's Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Sports <clears throat> with a Z and a T. There he is, Taylor Lattimore. <laughs> you're riding solo on this one, Taylor. Uh, I think he's on his way. He's late, but yeah. Okay. Well, here's what we'll do. Look at that. Right on cue with Otis. Otis <laughs> right there. I can only imagine Closer sitting in the waiting room thinking, I got bumped by a dog. Really? Otis <laughs> is taking my time slot. This is unbelievable. Uh, but Otis is here for our – I don't have to tell you what visual side it is. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Taylor? I, I feel like I'm rude now, but I kind of want to tell this to Bryce because Bryce has Otis <laughs> finished his bracket. Otis has finished his bracket, and it's not as bad as last year's. Last year, he had the kid at Georgetown winning it last year. Uh, this year <laughs> – this series got Gonzaga, so well, that makes a lot Ooh, more sense. Okay, yeah, uh, it's actually Bryce, respectable. Good. I like how we got Otis's picks out of the way. I'd ask Otis more follow-up questions, but he's a dog, and it'd be terrible audio, <laughs> so we're just not going to do that. I'll toss it back to Taylor. Taylor, how about you? From we know you guys talk a lot of fantasy on sports with the Zenith. Uh, some wagers. Is there a game in the round of sixty-four that wagering-wise you're looking at? Say, okay, this is where I might invest some cash. <clears throat> Well, uh, I know it, I was listening backstage um, in your last interview, and he was shying away from taking South Dakota State because a lot of money is coming in. But I think it's there because because it's there, and the money line is plus one fourteen. I I just I think South Dakota State is going to take down Providence. Uh, we talked about it at length on the pod. How you know Providence? And then their five losses. Um, they've held teams to uh, greater. They they allow teams to shoot better than thirty percent, even forty percent. And South Dakota State is the best three-point shooting team in the nation. So I, I just think that they're going to outshoot Providence, and I, I think that there's a lot of value there. Even still at plus uh, 114, it hasn't gone uh, worse than that as the line has come down. Bryce, same question to you. Are North uh, South Dakota State, do you like them, or is there another team in that round of 64 <laughs> you're looking to invest on? So Taylor and I went, I mean, we were back and forth between South Dakota State, and I just, I couldn't do it. I actually like another 13-4 matchup. I like Vermont big time against Arkansas. Um, I, I think this Vermont team is the best team they've had, even going back to when they upset your Syracuse Orange back in the day. You know, um, Bryce, yeah. thanks for coming on. Appreciate <laughs> it. I think your connection is breaking up. What's happening? He always, he always knows how to twist the knife. He really does. Uh, <laughs> I think the podcast so great, you too. Um, but, but the, I mean, Vermont is plus five points right now. Even if you don't think Vermont's going to win, I think this is going to come down to, you know, who can make the final free throws late. This is going to be a close game. So if you're betting, uh, definitely look at the money line there. Um, but, 
this is a Vermont team that has won 22 of their last 23 games, absolutely steamrolled through their conference, one of the best offensive teams in college basketball. And if you look at Arkansas, their biggest weakness is their lack of size and poor perimeter shooting. And when you're looking at a team that can shoot you out of the gym, I don't know, something – and by the way, the game's in Buffalo too. So something – and I really like this Arkansas team. I said it on our episode – um yesterday oops as my phone falls down <laughs> to the ground um i i really don't like that arkansas got this draw because if they were in any of the other 413 matchups i'd be taking arkansas and i'd be taking arkansas deep but the fact that they're playing vermont um i said it even before they won the conference tournament and even we saw the bracket i want to take this vermont team at least one round and i i think they're gonna surprise a lot of people here just for those who are listening out of state, I know you know this. I know Taylor knows this, but I think we just have to do one more geography lesson because Seth Davis, I was tweeting about this. I'm still convinced Seth Davis has no idea where Vermont or Buffalo, like, court. they're seven hours apart, Seth. And uh, Bryce, I know you know that. But you just know they're going to travel. Like, you know the Vermont fan base, you know right. that. But, like, right. Seth Davis, I'm pretty sure, thought it was, like, an hour away. So, I'm no. glad we, just, just to clarify, <laughs> geography-wise, there is a distance, but I get Bryce's point. They're going to travel better than the – Razorback fans are going to travel for that match, but especially when you're an underdog, the crowd gets behind you no matter who's actually in that arena, the sessions and everything. Uh, Taylor, I'm going to go back to you on this. I know you guys have both already mentioned Cinderella-type teams, but is there another upset, and you can define this how you want, maybe a team that other people don't have going as deep as you do in your bracket? Uh, Yeah, I I look at uh, uh, Virginia Tech. I actually have Virginia Tech making it all the way to the Elite Eight. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're going to have a couple upsets in there. I, I think that first round versus v- Purdue, I'm taking Virginia Tech. I, I just, I can't pick against them at this point. Um, and I actually have them beating Kentucky in round two. And I think that they're going to be the Cinderella, um, that makes it all the way to the elite eight. I don't think they'll make it farther than that. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's my, uh, my, my real big upset Cinderella pick as far as uh, a high seed making it all the way to the elite eight. Bryce, how about you? Yeah, when I and defining Cinderella, it is tough when you're trying to look at a deep run. But I took Iowa to the Final Four. Um, I did I as love, well. Actually. I love this Iowa team, and obviously, for obvious reasons, I watched the Big Ten under a microscope, right? And I mean, they absolutely steamrolled through the Big Ten tournament. They have probably one of the best players in all of uh, college basketball. Uh, with Keegan Murray and this is a team that just seems to be playing their best basketball at the right time they check off every box when it comes to the metrics and I think this is that type of region where chaos is going to happen like look Kansas isn't that convincing of a one seed Auburn has its question marks you can you know take Wisconsin to the elite eight or they could lose to Colgate you just don't know with this region um I really like Iowa a lot. I wish I could have taken them further than just the, you know, semifinals. Um, but this is an Iowa team with Fran McCaffrey. This is his best uh, roster I think he's had there um, since being in Iowa. And this is a team that's going to be dangerous. All right. So let me toss it back to you then, Bryce, because you already gave me <clears> a tease there for the final four. You've got Iowa and Taylor. I saw you had nodded your head. You have Iowa as well, but I'll start with Bryce. Yep. Bryce, give us the rest of those three teams plus your national championship game and your champion. 
Yeah, so I went Gonzaga, Kentucky, Arizona, and Iowa. I have Arizona and Gonzaga in the championship with Arizona taking it all. I really like this Arizona team. I think all year long they've been the best team out there. Uh, surprised a lot of people. I don't think Arizona was the team. When you looked at the Pac-12, who was really going to come out? I think everybody looked at UCLA. They weren't healthy. It opened the door for Arizona, and they absolutely ran with it. Um, this Arizona team, and it wasn't even <clears throat> to me. It wasn't even close. Like I didn't even think about my national champion. I knew Arizona right when they won the Pac-12 championship. I was like, that's all I need to see. Um, and I took Arizona to beat Gonzaga. Gonzaga still searches for that championship. Taylor, how about you? Yeah, so I, I definitely did have Iowa also making the final four. I I like Iowa just like Bryce does. Um, I have Gonzaga and Baylor on the other side. Um, and I actually have Iowa playing Villanova. Um, so that rounds out my final four Gonzaga, Baylor, Villanova, Iowa. Um, I have Gonzaga and Villanova facing off in the, uh, national championship. And I have Villanova as the winner. I think that Villanova has the juice and it's, it seems like every couple of years, it's like Villanova just like executes well is well coached and just has a deep run into the championship or into the tournament and i think that we're due for a villanova championship and i i think it's i think this is the year we've got a lot of pennsylvania love and i was gonna say bryce said the penn state they got villanova a lot of pennsylvania love so this is the part where i usually let you guys promote your podcast i want to do this for you too i want to promote it because i text you guys constantly about the rants about Otis screaming in the background, about the hard-eating <laughs> stuff. You guys do your research. You bring the knowledge. You bring the passion. I love your guys' podcast. I'm just going to promote you guys because I feel like I'm promoting it constantly to you. So uh, I won't make one of you decide who's going to promote it better. So I'll step in between, listen to sports with the Zena T. If you want to feel the passion, the energy, and my favorite part, when Bryce calls Ben Simmons a coward, and when Taylor hits the <laughs> random bets, Win bets and listen to people get called cowards. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Taylor, for the night tonight. Thank you, guys. Yeah, and uh, um, shout out to Carson Wentz, the new uh, Washington Commanders quarterback. Com- command it. Command it. Command get it. out of here, YouTube. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye to Bryce. Goodbye to Taylor. Uh, Closer is going to join us in here in a second. But before we get to him, let's tell you about our friends over at Johnstone Supply in Troy. The spring is here. You can feel it, right? The winter's officially gone, but for some of you, you haven't updated your furnace, your boiler, and more. Johnstone Supply and Troy can help you do it. 518-272-5922. 518-272-5922. Johnstone Supply and Troy. 2% off John Goodman Furnaces right now. Boiler needs a change? Johnstone Supply and Troy is your spot. 6th Avenue. Stop in. If you're getting ready for those spring projects, by the way, the best prices in the capital region in upstate New York and Milwaukee tools guaranteed. It's right there on 6th Avenue. Say what's up to our guy, George, Tom, Kev, James, whoever it might be. They want to make sure to help you with the spring and winter winding down. One stop right there, 6th Avenue, Johnstone Supply and Troy. Walk in, say hello. They're always promoting Godzilla Media. It means a lot to us. If you see one of the signs, say, hey, listen, Godzilla Media, appreciate the love, appreciate the support. One more time, 518-272-5922. Johnstone Supply and Troy, proud sponsor of Godzilla Media. And great podcasts like Get the People Paid just one of the Mariano brothers, the singer, Jimmy's brother, Brian Mariano <laughs> joins us. Closer, I, I want to ask about the, the best wager, but this podcast is Get the People Paid. I kind of want to step back before we ask probably your favorite question. You've heard a few picks now. Was there one pick in particular, whether it was Sean or Levac or Taylor or Bryce, that really jumped out to you? I think maybe I'm baiting you into that South Dakota State question. 
I feel like a lot of people are on the South Dakota state bandwagon right now. And, and I get it. There's a lot of money that's coming in on that. I, I don't understand. I mean, I understand why with their ability to shoot the ball and March is a tournament of shooters. We saw Steph Curry go off when he played at Davidson. You, you've seen Kemba Walker when he's his ability to, to shoot the basketball in March. This is a guard style tournament. So if you can get your guards to knock down threes and knock down shots, no doubt about it. I, I think that that is a live wager right now. But I think the line right now has moved a little too much for me. Uh, I heard Taylor and Bryce kind of talk about how you like them on the money line. I know that uh, Taylor was in it, Bryce not so much. Uh, um, but I'll give Bryce some credit. He's on what I think a lot of people in the Northeast are on right now. And that's that Vermont-Arkansas matchup, the 13-4. And for me... I follow Vermont, um, as you know, as much as I follow the America East. I feel like Vermont is very good. Ben Shungu is, is really coming to his own as a guard. Uh, Ryan Davis is just a matchup nightmare for them. I think five, some books have even gotten this down to three and a half because of all the money that's come in on this matchup. I think Vermont is very live here. And um, I understand seeing the the talk of you with Seth Davis and how close Buffalo is to, to Burlington is as there's no easy ride there. So I understand <laughs> how it's so easy for, for everyone to just think that, uh, but we both covered NCAA tournament in Buffalo. I think the atmosphere will be there. Vermont definitely travels. So that's definitely a live 13, four matchup, no doubt. Yeah, you know, let's let's follow up on that because you covered the 2017 tournament in Buffalo. It, it, the mm. crowd, I feel like, and you were there, so you can speak better. This, it's that crowd and passionate—I want to say Bills fans, but it's Bills and Sabers—that just get into the game. Kind of what Bryce was hitting at, like it doesn't matter who's winning; they want to see the underdog. They want the moment to happen in Western New York. Yeah, I mean, no, no doubt about it. There's, um, I would say, a rabbit fan base. I guess no, no doubt for their Bills, but even for their Sabers and and uh, just sports in general. So. I think with Vermont being able to bus, you know, a decent amount of fans there will definitely help them. And even covering tournaments, you've covered plenty of tournaments that wasn't just in Buffalo, but, it, you know, in Hartford or anything like that. You'll see fans that are ready for because there are sessions where you have two games in the afternoon, two games at night where this game is the late game. So you might have fans staying over from that seven o'clock game that will stay and watch, and they want to see the upset. We all want to see upsets in the opening round. Now, granted, you don't want to see them in the Final Four as much as, you know, Florida Gulf Coast was a great story, and we all love Sister Jean and Loyola Chicago. But be honest, when you get later in the, in the tournament, you want to watch, you know, Duke, play Kentucky, play Kansas, play these big blue blood matchups. So it's all well and good in, in uh, weekend number one. And I think that uh, the fans will definitely have something to say about this when it comes to uh, uh, Thursday night with this Vermont and Arkansas matchup, no doubt. You gave us love on Vermont, South Dakota State. Anything else jumping out to you, wager wise? Dare I even say, could we get to get the people paid parlay here? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, Jimmy couldn't make it on the, the program tonight. He's a, uh, he's a, uh, you know, early riser. So, you know, th this, this <laughs> very well phrased there early riser. Yeah. It's a good way to put it <laughs> early riser. So we taped earlier tonight and, uh, he decided he needed to get his beauty sleep. So, uh, if you do want to check out a great video, make sure you follow us, uh, at get people paid, uh, not only for the picks, but uh, we had, we had some technical difficulties on the, uh, the podcast tonight. So it turned out with one of the best videos I think I've ever seen. Just make sure you check that out. But, uh, I'll give you an exclusive parlay here for, uh, uh, get the people paid um, for me. And this is the opening round uh, strictly. I'll give you one Friday 
and two for Thursday. Obviously, we know the Vermont one I like a lot, uh, plus five. That's Thursday night, uh, 920 tip. I also like a game earlier in the afternoon, and that's North Carolina and Marquette. This is an 8-9 matchup. A lot of people are kind of not sure where to go here, but this line opened at three is now slowly moving towards North Carolina, so a lot of money going on the ACC in North Carolina here. It's three and a half. I would recommend if it's me, um, I would buy the hook, as we call it, or move the line down to three because I think this game could end up being close. I don't like uh, – hooks especially when it's a low number like this uh, five or lower so i would buy that you get that at well we get minus 120 so you'd have to wager 120 to win 100 i like north carolina in that matchup i think they're really hitting their stride they had a bad game in the acc tournament that doesn't really define how well they've played and i even as a duke fan i was really impressed the way they played at cameron indoor to end the regular season um i like north carolina in that matchup so we'll take vermont north carolina minus the three and I'm going to give you one Friday afternoon. This is a 4.30 tip, and I know that Taylor was a very high on Virginia Tech and the way that they played in the ACC tournament. I'm very high on the over in this matchup with Texas and Virginia Tech. It's 123.5. It's a very low number, but I think the way Virginia Tech is moving the basketball on offense, they're playing with a much faster tempo here in the last month of the season. I think they're going to be able to put it on Texas here, and I, and I think both matchups will be able to score points. This could be a, a many free throws uh, late in the second half that could push this over the total of 123.5. So my parlay here, get the people paid parlay, we'll get Vermont plus five, North Carolina minus three, and then the over in the Texas-Virginia Tech matchup at 123 and a half. All right, so we got those payoffs right there. Is there a money line bet for any Cinderella dogs? You've heard these questions for a few people. Anybody going deeper in the get-the-people-paid bracket that maybe other people don't have? Yeah, and especially with, with, with DraftKings, you could find some really interesting wagers. I was doing some research earlier for our podcast, and uh, I know my brother likes to find these weird like bets that he loves to play, and he's, he's the luckiest guy I've ever met in my life. So if you do want to make some money, make sure you listen to us because he gets some crazy bets out there, and then for some reason they always seem to hit. But you can play, um, since you're filling out your brackets, you can play – a bet on just a team to win their quarter of the bracket. So just win the East or just win the South, whatever it may be. And I like a team that can go a decent ways here and it'll go away from the team. I actually like to win the whole tournament, but if you want a little bit of a long shot that can make a run, I like St. Mary's you get 18 to one for them to win the East bracket. And I know you have Kentucky in that bracket as well, but they're a very good team that nobody stays up to watch during the season because they're playing 1130 at night. Who's staying up to watch West Coast Conference basketball when you're not Gonzaga playing on ESPN? So I really like St. Mary's here. If you want a little bit of a long shot, you get 18 to one to represent the East in the final four. Um, if you want another one that's not as big of a long shot, but I think has a better chance to happen. I like Tennessee out of the, the South bracket. I think they're really hitting their stride after the way they played in the SEC tournament. That is plus 330. So for $100, you'll get 330 back. Everyone is all over Arizona, guys, and I understand why I get it. But you can't give me plus 100 for them to win the South. You can't. You got to give me better than that. And I like Tennessee a little bit. You get three and a half to one almost for them to represent the South in the Final Four. All right. So you like Tennessee as the wager. But do you like Tennessee as your pick on your bracket to get out of the region? Let's hear your final four, your national championship game, and your national champion. 
Yeah, I actually do like Tennessee. I'm going to have Tennessee represent there. I think that they're playing well enough now. Arizona, no doubt, is the team to beat in that region. But for for my money, I'm going to take a shot, especially in these. I, I don't know what a lot of your other guests so far have said, but when you're playing these bracket style pools with your buddies, you can't always go with the norm because at some point you got to be a little bit different if you're going to try and not only make some money when you're wagering got to be a little bit different so i'm going to take a little bit of a chance here i like tennessee there i'm going to take kentucky i know i gave you st mary's a little bit but i think kentucky is one of the most dangerous teams in this tournament i'm going to take them out of the east give me gonzaga they might not be the most talented team here i still think that goes to duke but duke is really young a lot of pressure with coach k kind of being this last season they could be a little bit too much pressure for them i think gonzaga gets out of the west and I like Auburn out of the Midwest, so that's my final four. And then I, I struggled here. You could kind of go whichever way you want and then not having a bracket right in front of me. I really, I'm just going to pick my winner, and I'm going to give you the odds what I like him to win the whole thing. And it's Kentucky. I like Kentucky mm-hmm. here to win to win the whole thing. They're 8-1. to one. You get two low of odds here with teams like Gonzaga, 3-1. to one. Arizona's 4-1. to one. Auburn's five to one. Give me Kentucky at eight to one with an opportunity to stamp a big time title run for John Calipari and his staff. And this team's different. Everyone thinks Calipari's teams and these young freshmen that are just going to come in one year and leave. He's got a few transfers on this team that can really carry this run. And I think that Kentucky will do it. They will cut down the nets in New Orleans this year, my friend. Think about this the last time. The final four was in New Orleans, 2012, Kansas, Kentucky. Kentucky wins it. Maybe they'll do it again. All right, plug the podcast. Tell us why people got to watch and listen and download and subscribe to get the people paid. You got a nice preview of it already, but just add a little bit more extra, a little dessert on the way out. Yeah, we like to have fun. It's, it's, it's my myself and my brother, Jimmy Mariano. We like to have some fun. We'll, we'll talk. Uh, we're a little bit more serious uh, from what you've heard so far when it comes to the wagers. But we'll uh, we'll talk you through some things you don't understand. Obviously, you can follow us on Twitter at Get People Paid. Uh, I'm at Mariano underscore closer. My brother's at Mariano underscore one, two, one, two. And we're always updating picks. We'll be doing it throughout the whole tournament. Um, wagers that we like. Um Obviously, you can reach out to us and we'll plug you on the podcast. But, of course, you can get all that here. Guys, you do a great job with Godzilla Media and all these different podcasts. So uh, we're just happy to be a part of it. And uh, hopefully we can make some money here from now and the the next three weeks ahead, my friend. Love it, my dude. Hopefully I'll see you Friday night at Hooters. I know you're a very busy man. Hopefully the bets go well so you're not lost in some type of ditch with a home-free person. (laughs) I don't know how. Hopefully it'll go well. Uh, Take care. and Hopefully I'll see you again soon. All right, buddy. Sounds good. Take it easy. See, there you go. So we've got Kyle Ray coming up from We Talk Fantasy. We've got Brian Katie coming up from White Heat. But before we get to our guys, we want to tell you about our friend Jared Lozier at Northeastern Insurance. Maybe he's going to stop by at Hooters on Friday. You'll see him. He's got the big beard. He's got the bald head. But if you grab him and say, dude, I want to save money. I want to save cash. I'm looking at my gas bill. I'm looking at my expenses. How can I save money? Jared Lozier is your guy at Northeastern Insurance. Whether it's the policy on your car, your home, your valuables, your small business, He can work with you and shop the rates for your insurance plans. One simple email. That's all it takes. J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. Jared Lozier is your guy. Or give him a call. Text him. See him on the television. Television. Maybe you're going to Chromecast it. On our YouTube side. Say, I need to text this guy. 518-956-3753. 518-956-3753. 3753 
That's the number to contact. Jared Lozier, you want to save cash? You want to find a quote? You want to grab somebody at Hooters and say, give me money, my bracket stinks? That's your guy. Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance. How many you heard about it? Gaz, Gaz of the Media, LeVac and Gaz, all our great people here on Gaz of the Media, and all the great people heard tonight. We're going to do a little audible here. We had Kyle Ray from We Talk Fantasy, the big Michigan State fan, scheduled to join us, but we are going to like switch it up here. By God, that's Brian Katie's music. I feel like I should have opened it with a hey yo instead. He is the host of White Heat, the pro wrestling podcast. But if you are a Capital Region sports fan, you heard this voice thundering through the speakers as the PA voice of many college basketball and high school basketball teams across this great Capital Region. Brian Katie. It probably feels good to talk about sports again. Welcome, my friend. It's been too long. Oh, don't get me started, man. Yeah, it's been it's gonna be great to talk about sports. I gotta mention one a couple yes. of things. Number one, sure. in honor of the wrestling podcast, a happy 316 day. Yes. Very good. <laughs> uh number one. Uh number two, uh, so I've been fully immersed in the NCAA tournament since and the NIT since last night. But of course, I've had my co-host JJ blown up my phone as he's been despising what's going on AEW Dynamite tonight. Uh, apparently, they're having a cage match right now. Where escaping the cage doesn't mean you win. <laughs> if you're a wrestling fan, that makes sense to you because it's AEW. But whatever. Any who's uh, yeah, good, to, good to uh, good to be with you, man. It's that, uh, we talked right, a lot, but it's first time we've seen each other in a while. Yes, and by the way, that right there, that is the tease for why you should listen to White Heat. If you want to hear Brian Katie, who understands the dynamics of pro wrestling, if you want to hear JJ's smoke come out of his ears about what all elite wrestling does, there's your tease. I won't even waste my time at the end to give the tease. That alone. How many? I was just telling Bryce and Taylor about this earlier. How often am I texting you guys about how much I love the rants and everything else? You guys know I listen. So keep up the great work over there. There's the tease for White Heat. Let's get into this because I know you like to wager. You just had Brian Mariano on. You guys like the occasional horse wager, an occasional exact here or there. Is there a line that stuck out to you, whether it involves an underdog or just a number that you're going to wager on? I know you texted me your parlay, and I haven't looked. I, you know, I wanted to have you read it here on the show if you got it sitting around still. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't put in anything. I, I just buried myself into the lines for the round of 64 for tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look at start looking at stuff tonight uh, for Friday the 18th for the other first-round matchups, but... I've got six games that I looked at specifically that I thought were really ones to hone in on. Uh, the first one being Iowa, pure and simple. I just don't think Richmond can keep up with them if they score at the rate that they've been scoring throughout the year. And I just think I, I think it's time for, for Richmond Cinderella's story to end. Like, you did great in the A-10 tournament. Congratulations. Enough's enough. Now you're facing... Iowa. I mean, that just to me screams Iowa to me. And not and not to cut you off, but I just for a timeline sense, you covered Fran McCaffrey, correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, actually, I'll even do one better. I didn't cover Fran. Um, I well, kind of yes, kind of no. I was actually starting my radio career um, by volunteering at Siena's College's radio station during Fran McCaffrey's tenure, and I was going to classes with Kenny Hasbrook and Edwin Ubelis as a Siena student. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Like I was, and, and to even take that a step further, when WRW was still a news talk station, they had the rights to Siena Saints basketball broadcasts. And I was board opping and watching the TV in the studio at the same time of Ronald Moore's double onions game against Ohio State. Oh, man. So, so you got the connections there. You, yeah. You know, Siena, you know Iowa. Yes. Yeah, that's right. 
Uh, anything else on that Thursday plate that jumps out to you? One other game you want to toss out there? I mean, everybody has been throwing up big favorites like Gonzaga and Kentucky. I mean, those are hard not to love, too, just even with the points. Um, the one dog that I want to put out there that I think is the most – like, Vermont's a good number, obviously, plus 185 money line. Um, but it seems like everybody's on Vermont. So I won't want to make that my key underdog of the day. It's not a big underdog, but plus 140, Boise State against Memphis. I just think Memphis is a little too inconsistent. They can get into uh, – they can they're prone to a lot of mental mistakes on the floor. And I just think with a team like Boise State, who's been through the ringer in the Mountain West, they played great teams like Wyoming and Colorado State and – they just they really stand out to me as a prime upset to look out for. Again, it's only a plus one forty upset, but an upset's an upset. I know Boise State's technically seated eight, but Memphis is still the three three and a half point favorite right now as the nine seed in that matchup. So, as far as money line upset, I look at Boise State. Breaking down your bracket, is there a team on there? Whether it's the round of thirty two, Sweet Sixteen, even further, that when you're looking at your bracket, you think, okay. This team I have going further than most brackets do, and I like it. It's probably going to be the make or break of my bracket. A team that nobody's maybe talking about, but you got going deep that's maybe against conventional wisdom. Well, I'll say this much for starters. My bracket in the end is relatively chalky when it gets to Sweet 16. Like, obviously, you sprinkle in your first-round upsets, but I don't see a whole lot of craziness happening beyond the first round this year because i mean the the lowest seed i have going the sweet 16 is like the five or six seed um but i will tell you this i do have a one seed losing the sweet 16 i've got baylor going out in the sweet 16 to ucla i just think the amount of confidence they've been growing throughout the season the way they've been able to compete with usc and arizona um plus you combine that with the success last year that was ended on a crazy letdown against Jalen Suggs and Gonzaga last year in the bubble. Um, I just think they're a team looking to try and right the wrongs of the way they went out last year. So I just think, I just think UCLA is, is a team not really many are talking about getting through at least to the elite eight. I mean, other than that, again, I, I have things pretty chalky. Like uh, I, I love John, Johnny Davis. So I think Wisconsin gets the elite eight, but other than that, nothing too crazy. I'm glad you brought up UCLA. You're the first person tonight who brought up UCLA. Cause there's two things we've got to add about the Bruins. One, there's almost like an NBA feel around these guys where it's almost like we know how good we are and we know how good we were last year and got a Jalen Suggs shot away, like we just mentioned, like two playing for the national championship that they almost coasted at times, which you never see college teams do, but they had that vibe. And here's the other huge thing about UCLA. How differently are we all talking about the Bruins if they hold on to that double-digit lead against Arizona in the Pac-12 title game. Yeah. like Everybody's picking Arizona, which is great. Like they, You can do whatever you want. But UCLA had them beat this past weekend by double digits, and they're not getting the credit they deserve. And finally, somebody, you mentioned UCLA. All right, that's good. All right, let's get to the Final Four. Do we have UCLA in your Final Four? Take us through your Final Four, your national championship game, and who's your win at all? I don't have UCLA in the Final Four. Um, I'll work from... I'll, I'll work around. So uh, I have the number one overall seed Gonzaga getting through. Um, I just, they're just a machine at this point. I mean, unfortunately that, that means I got to go through um, UConn who has all the Academy grad Andre Jackson on the team. 
Fortunately, it means they get through Duke. <laughs> As a Carolina fan, I love that. <laughs> um, I got Arizona coming out of the South. Um, I tried to find an excuse for Kansas not getting out of the Midwest. I, Unless Auburn somehow keeps it together to get to the Elite Eight, I just don't see it happening otherwise. So I took Kansas. And then the only non-number one seed I got going through is Kentucky. Because you want to talk about teams built like an NBA team that – um, and this is something that caught my eye when I was uh, checking out John Calipari being interviewed during the selection show on ESPN back on Sunday night. This, this He said this is like the first team he's had in a long time where they, they actually are a unit and they understand their roles, which considering the amount of lottery picks he tends to put out there from Kentucky, that's saying something. Um, so, And I just think Kentucky's got the goods. Um, but in the end, I've got Gonzaga, Kansas in the title game. And I've got Kansas 68, Gonzaga 63. Of all the people who have given their bracket out so far, yours and mine is the closest. I don't want to give away scoops. You might want to stick around for the end of here, but that's the only tease I'll leave out there. Of all the people who have come on so far, I agree with your picks more than anybody else. Take that for whatever it means in the world. Uh, before we let you go, i got to get you one more wrestling question before we get you out. Again, White Heat, download it, subscribe, rate, review, all those great things for those guys. Him and JJ, Brian and JJ do a great job. When are we getting Cody Rhodes? Are we getting Cody Rhodes anytime soon? In the wow. day? What, what is going on with Cody? Give me something here. This is – so let me put it this way. All the new stuff and the craziness around it. If you went and saw episode 40, which was not this past Monday, but the Monday before we put this, we put that out. I completely swore off reading any wrestling source that has the name Cody attached to it. I just, I swore it off. But I'm at a point where the more that WWE does laying out their card, the more there's a spot that just makes sense to have him coming completely unannounced. Although a lot of people are expecting at this point with the way things are laying out. Like, Cody versus Seth just makes sense to me. And there's only one other thing that makes sense for me for Seth Rollins, and that would be John Cena just showing up out of nowhere. Like those are legit the only two matches that make sense to me for Seth Rollins at this point, given the current layout of all the rosters, Raw, NXT, SmackDown, whatever. But if it's not that, if he does show up, it's night after WrestleMania, and if that doesn't happen, then option C is he ain't showing up at all. Those are legitimately the only two options that make any sense at all. Then One of the WrestleMania nights is a surprise, or the night after WrestleMania as a traditional night after surprise. Give me Cody. I want him. I want the big pop. I want 70,000 to go nuts. But here's the, here's, here's, the, here's the real big question behind it, though. Does he come back as an old, like, in one of his older iterations? Like, does he come back as dashing Cody Rhodes? Does he? He's not going to come back as Stardust. Let's just swear that off, okay? Or does he come back with like uh, the version of him where he was putting paper bags on people's heads? Um, or here's another option. I didn't even think about this. What if the Intercontinental title match ends up being a ladder match? Because that's not booked yet. And he could be a surprise entry into that match because they did that with the Hardy Boys for a tag team title ladder match years ago. So, you know, I, I'm just curious as to how they bring him back. Do they bring him in as an old iteration of him? Or do they just bring him in completely fresh as whatever the hell Cody wants to be? That's I want to answer. I want to answer that, but that's too good of a setup for you guys not to pay off on Wood Heat. So I'll let JJ answer that, and I'll let you answer your own question on an upcoming episode and all that good stuff. Brian, Katie, I appreciate the time, man. I'm rooting for your bracket because I'm about to give mine out here in a second. You're going to notice probably if you stick around how close it is. Thank you for the time, man, and we'll be hooking up again soon. 
Thank you, good sir. We'll definitely talk soon. There he goes. The great Brian Katie right there. Oh, man, he's got my mind churning right now. Some picks I want. All right. Ryan McCarthy may or may not join us. He just sent me a text. Yeah, I'm about to hop in. So Ryan McCarthy is going to close this out. Our guy had no credentials required. While we wait for Ryan, the pressure's on Ryan McCarthy. I'm going to give my picks because Brian Katie gave me a wonderful setup there. So Brian Katie and guys, here it is. My upset's in the first round. 5-12 game. I got St. Mary's going down. I got them going down to Indiana. We always see upsets coming out of the round of 64 from that first four. So give me Indiana. Depending on how this Rutgers game ends up, if Rutgers beats Notre Dame, that's a bad matchup for Alabama. I'm leaning towards the Crimson Tide right now, so I'll stay away from that. I like the far top right corner of your bracket. UAB or North Texas, one of those two is going to be my team. I like both styles of play. UAB's got really good guards. Houston has their two best players arguably injured. There's my 12-5 upset. I've got UAB. Oh, my God, I want to puke over the South Dakota State-Providence game. You can go find my Twitter. I thought Providence was going to be a Final Four team. This whole thing is – I'm leaving South Dakota State on my bracket. I don't like it, but I'm leaving South Dakota State. So those are my upsets in the round of 64. South Dakota State, UAB, Indiana, and maybe Rutgers, depending on how this thing's finished. So those are my upsets. Uh, team that I have going further than – Anybody else in similar fashion to Brian's break? I'm very chalky. Like I'm known to do an eight, nine, taking down a one, a seven, 10, taking down a two. My new theory this year, let the upset happen. Like if Virginia Tech, we use Taylor Lattimore from earlier. If Virginia Tech wins and gets to the sweet 16 and Taylor got it right, Taylor deserves to be in that spot. You know what? He deserves to be in first or second place. Good for his pick. I stayed pretty chalky to the sweet 16. But my final four is this. I've got Gonzaga, <clears throat> although I don't know where they're going to get tested. They're the biggest chokers in the NCAA tournament, right? Them and Pitt. Remember Jamie Dixon? Like Gonzaga has not dropped that. Mark Few is a choker. He gets the benefit of the underdog Cinderella because they're still Gonzaga, but Gonzaga still comes out of the region. Top right corner, Arizona's my pick. I badly wanted to take Tennessee. But that Tennessee-Villanova game is too tough to pick. And because the safer pick for my bracket is Arizona, I'll go Arizona. I like Kentucky in the bottom left. The talent's there. The coaching's there. Baylor, here's a stat. The defending national champion in college basketball since Florida, back-to-back, hasn't gotten out of the Sweet 16 since Florida. Not good news for Baylor. Maybe they get that far. Likely that UCL matchup that Brian just touched on. I like that. Kentucky is the safer pick. Bottom right corner, Kansas. Everyone's agreeing that Kansas has the easiest path, but more people aren't picking Kansas to go deeper. It doesn't make sense to me. As I like to say about the Kansas Jayhawks, grown men, five super seniors, five 24-year-olds, and you got Bill Self and the easiest draw, Kansas, 14-1, to 11-1 to win the national championship at some spot. So my final four again, Gonzaga, Arizona, Kentucky, in Kansas. Here's a stat nobody cares about except me. The last time I got the national championship game right was 10 years ago, 2012. Kansas, Kentucky. I had Kentucky with Anthony Davis winning it all. Game was played in New Orleans. If you remember back in 2003, it was played in New Orleans. Kansas lost to Syracuse. 2022, the game was in New Orleans. Kansas over Kentucky. Give me experience. Give me tradition. Give me Bill Self. Rock, Chalk, Jayhawk. I got the Jayhawks winning the national championship. We thought we were going to close with this. 
but we closed the guy from no credentials required. Looking wonderful. The best man maybe to close it out with. Ryan McCarthy, he's a busy man. It's Ryan McCarthy after dark, the best way you want it, right on that couch, glasses on, the clothes, shades right now. Uh, Ryan, I'll, I'll lead with this. I know you're sometimes a wager, someone who likes to invest a little bit. Is there a game, whether it's an upset, a Cinderella, maybe a spread, an over-under, is there a wager you're interested in? Or are you backing off from the wagers on your bracket this year? I'm kind of backing off the wagers. To be honest with you, I'm coming in. I'm coming into this bracket completely blind, not having paid a whole lot of attention to college basketball this year. So I'll just about to bat. Be honest with you, uh, if there's one, <laughs> if there's one upset that I'm looking for, I've got New Mexico State beating UConn. Ooh, the, the Aggies. Twelve. Yeah, I'm going with the Aggies, and then the five in the five twelve spot in the uh, in the West bracket. Nice. So we got the Aggies taking down the Huskies. Even with that Albany connection, Andre Jackson, he might have an upset on his way. Okay, so let's do this. I, I hope your brackets maybe been filled out, even though you might be going in a little bit blind. Looking at it, is there a team maybe ranked higher than, seated, I should say, seated higher than nine, winning two games in your Sweet 16? Is there a team that maybe looking at other brackets and feel like they're going a little bit deeper in your bracket than others? Well, I'm looking at my bracket right now. I don't have any teams higher than nine going to the Sweet 16. Oh wait, no, actually I do. I do. I have Davidson going to the Sweet 16. I think they beat. I think take they down beat Duke. Duke. Take, they, they take down Duke in the round of the round of, uh, uh, the round of 32. So that's why I have I have them beating. I have the, them with the upset of Duke uh, in the uh, in the West bracket as well. The West bracket seems a bit wacky to me. Uh, just. Doing other, just do some basic research. Uh, I, I listened to Brian before he, before you uh, before I came on, and just listen to him with the wagers and such. But but I just Boise State seemed like the 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 um, seemed a good pick, so I went with them uh, to go to, to beat Memphis. And yeah, I saw this. I saw the stats where Memphis is kind of streaky, and I love me some Penny Hardaway. But at the same time, I, I got I got to think with my brain, and it just. And it's looking at the just looking at the, some of the previews. It's just like, yeah, they're a little bit streaky, and I don't depend on that. And Boise State appears to have a very good defense, so I went with I went with them to go to the second round. But but the, the but yeah, Davidson's the one team uh, that's un, that's uh, higher than nine. I have them going to the Sweet Sixteen. Well, here's some good karma on your side. Not only did Davidson lose in the A10 final, they won the regular season. Take whatever you think is more valuable. Mm-hmm. But remember, Steph Curry. When he became the household name, Steph Curry, in March Madness, yep. they played out of that 7-10 game and they had a huge upset over Georgetown in the round of 32 with Roy Hibbert as center. That's when Steph Curry and that Davidson team really took off, basically just one shot away from beating Kansas in that Elite Eight game with Curry. Yep, so Davidson actually, fans love the 7-10 spot. Yeah, and actually I I, I, miss, I misspoke. I actually have two teams that are higher than nine going to the Sweet 16. I have Iowa State going not only to the Sweet 16, but up to the Elite Eight. The 11 seed, the, the, the Cyclones. Seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have the, I have the, I have, that's my, that's my Cinderella this year is uh, Iowa State. I just have a, just have this hunch. You know, the 11 seeds always seem to kind of sneak in it, for me when, not for me, but just historically just kind of looking back and you see the, 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 the higher than nines going very far in the, in the, in, in the tournament. I just think Iowa State has just, I don't know, there's something to them. Like I just doing some of the research on them. I just there's some to them that I kind of like, and I have them playing Iowa in the in the Elite Eight. Go well, how about that? All the way Elite Eight. Well, you mentioned the 11 seed. I want to make sure we have some history on the 11 seed. 
Uh, Syracuse, Final Four team, is an 11 seed. Mm-hmm. VCU out of the first four. UCLA yep. last season. Loyola, mm-hmm. Chicago, Butler. Like, we can go through the list. The yeah. 11 seed has been that team that's been able to break through and be that true Cinderella. Rather than the 13 or the 14s or the 12s, the 11 has been that magic spot. Okay, so you yeah. gave us a little tease there for the Elite Eight. Let's even push it forward to the Final Four. What does that Final Four look like on Ryan McCarthy's bracket? By the way, if you want to follow him in our Hooters pool, uh, sign up now, both the YouTube sign, audio sign. Ryan's bracket, I believe, is Ryan the Lion 1. So if you yes, want to Ryan the Lion bracket, one. it's Ryan the Lion <laughs> 1. Give us that Final Four national champion and who wins it all. All right, so here's my final four. I've got, out of the West, I've got Arkansas. Out of the East, I've got Baylor. Out of the Midwest, i got Iowa. And out of the, was it the Southeast? The South, I've, yep. i got Arizona. That's my final four. Arkansas, Baylor, Iowa, Arizona. Uh, unconventional. You were the first person who has had that final four. Let me tell you this. <laughs> if that final four hits, there is no doubt you will win the bracket. I <laughs> You know me, I like to like, I have that those wings, man. Those, That's those, right. Those good wings at Hooters. <laughs> That's right. He knows, he knows what you do. That's a value play. If Closer is here, he'd call it a value play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, take yeah. us to the national championship game. Who do you got facing off for the title and who wins it all? I've got Arizona, Arkansas facing off the national championship. And I've got Arizona winning the whole shebang bang Their offense just, their offensive stats are just off the wall. Crazy. It's They, 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 they shoot well. It looks like they they shoot uh, from three very very well, and then looking at their stats, uh, they're scoring eighty scoring eighty five points a game. This team that scores eighty five points a game is always going to unless they have a dead night, is always going to have a very nice very good road to the final four. So that's why I went that's why I went to Arizona, just offensively and defensively too. They they look pretty solid, only allowing sixty sixty eight points a game. So they're they're shooting they're they're beating other teams by seventeen. So that's and they're shooting well offensively. That's it's a pretty uh, you know. I decided to just figure I go with that. Well, Ryan, appreciate it. Before we close out, you get to punch us home one more time for those who haven't watched. No credentials required. Who aren't listening? Give us a little tease, a little plug of why people. If this is the first time they're introduced to you, why they got to head over to No Credentials Required and check it out. All right. Part of the reason why you got to check out No Credentials Required is because we cover the five one eight. Uh, some of the five uh, sports in the five one eight. We cover. Firewolves, uh, the NL, the National Lacrosse League. We're covering the Empire. We're going to cover the Valley Cats this year. We're looking to, uh, hope, hoping to uh, get some uh, uh, coverage for the Valley Cats this year. And we also cover a little bit of the uh, of the uh, Adirondack Thunder. So we look at the, some of the pro te- pro sports teams and minor league teams in the area. I know Albany's a very, I wouldn't say, I guess you could say niche market in terms of professional sports. So you got some of the the interest in more niche sports, but. Football is always big. Lacrosse is getting lacrosse is growing in this area. Minor league baseball has always been a big thing, and we've got a pro, a pro hockey team, a double A hockey team up in up in Glens Falls. So go check them out. And every once in a while, I'll, have, I'll bring on a special guest for a long form interview. I actually just interviewed. I had a short interview with uh, Dukon Williams, who's going to be joining us on Billy Up Sports for our indoor football coverage this year. Um, I've had other guests like Rod Peterson from Rod Peterson Show, Brittany Wagner uh, from Last Chance U. I've had her on. Uh, we did Super Bowl Radio Row this year. Uh, I had uh, Kyle Turley on this 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 year. He was a great interview. Uh, it took him a while to warm up, but yeah, he uh, once we got talking about the, the right subject, he seemed to to to, uh, to go along. So, but no, I uh, check us out. Uh, drop, I try to drop episodes twice a week. I also cover the New York Jets and the New Jersey Devils a little bit too because they're, they're teams of local interest because we got Jets fans and 
and doubles fans. And, you know, this week I'm full in on free agency for the NFL, uh, especially on the, on the Jets side. I'm just, oh, I'm so excited as a Jets fan to see what this team can do this year with all the pieces they're adding in. Well, Ryan, appreciate you spending the time closing out with us. A little Godzilla Media After Dark March Madness preview. If you're watching, listening, come join us at Hooters. Friday, back-to-back Fridays, round of 64, Sweet 16, 537 live show. And then enjoying the beer, the wings, and all the great stuff that Hooters brings to us at night. Ryan, hopefully I'll catch you there. You listening, appreciate your time. Good luck under the madness and enjoy it. Talk to you again real soon. Go Wildcats.